Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And we're the hosts of the Anxiety Chicks podcast, where we dive deep into the reality of anxiety, nutrition, and mental health. Listen as we explore all things anxiety healing while keeping it real, including our own struggles with mental health. We'll bring our expertise as healing professionals to the conversation while discussing the tools and strategies you need to heal the anxious mind. Listen to the Anxiety Chicks on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Allison. And we have a very exciting episode today. We are we have Angelo. He is the co-founder and CEO of Keon, an active lifestyle supplement and functional food company dedicated to helping people fully experience a fun and active life by providing pure energy enhancing solutions. That was a mouthful, but we're going to dive into it. And I just want to start off with saying you might be like, tuning into this episode, like how in the heck does this have to do with mental health? Um, And it, let me tell you, it does. So when I first started going through anxiety, I went to a functional medicine doctor and they ran a whole plethora of testing on me. Come to find out my essential amino acid um, panel came back. She said probably the lowest she's ever seen anybody's, which I found to be insane and just the correlation between just even like tryptophan and serotonin and how it's a precursor to your happy hormones. It's just, it's huge guys. Uh, You might hear the word amino acid and think, what the heck? I see bodybuilders online talking about it. I have no idea what it is and why we need it. And that's why we have him on today to really dive deep and to explain his story, how he got here and why this is so important. So tune in and I'm so excited to introduce you. Thanks for having me, Taylor. And thank you, Allison. It's an honor to be here. Yeah. So just to get started, um, start with your, your backstory. Where, why did you get into this? Why is this so important to you? Why are you so passionate about it? And just give us all that. So I think it really starts like with my early childhood. I was raised in a family that was very interested in nutrition. My parents actually had a natural health food store and a natural health food restaurant. Um, They were pescatarians. So I was raised eating like a very specific type of diet, vegetarian and then some fish. And they thought and talked a lot about protein both for our physical health and for our mental health. And, um, And so I think from just like the earliest age, I was like exposed to the ideas around nutrition, both for my physical and mental health. And actually, I'll get into this more later, but amino acids were one of the first things I remember my mom giving me as a supplement. I mean, I remember getting like vitamin C and she gave me like echinacea if I got sick, but amino acids were something um, I would be given regularly if I, if she didn't think I was like eating the right things. Um, and we can get more into like what that's about and why, and maybe why your essential amino acid panel was lower than you'd ever maybe expected. So I think I had that kind of as like the foundation. And then, um, as I got older, so I come from a family, it's very entrepreneurial, which means I think they like to take risks. <laughs> They're a pretty bold, uh, not the best like employee types. And I'm probably, I have a similar profile. So I had to like learn all my own hard lessons. Um, and I actually got into a lot of trouble. And uh, by the time I was in high school, um, I had a, had a very bad situation. I took too much LSD. I had a psychotic break. I tried to get help and an unintentionally provoked a fight with much more hardcore people. They stabbed me multiple times, nearly beat me to death. And I woke up, you know, days later in the hospital and had a very long physical recovery from that. Um, but on top of that, I had a, I had a pretty significant mental recovery. As you can imagine, I had, I had PTSD and I had anxiety around all types of things in, in my environment and just generally was fearful of a, of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And that journey, I think, you know, awakened in me, my own personal seeking of health. You can be raised in a family and they can give you certain beliefs and values and tell you what is true. But I think at some point, you know, you grow up and you have to have those lessons. And unfortunately I was only 16 when that happened, but it really advanced me into, wow, what, what do I eat to just like feel okay? And what kind of exercise is going to work for me? And what kind of psychotherapy or medications are going to work for me? And one of the things I discovered was increasing my protein intake, 
had a really big impact on how I felt emotionally and mentally and not just like I felt about being willing to like go running, you know, or, or mm-hmm. uh, do yoga or something like that. Um, and so that really transformed my personal life and my, my health journey, but it wasn't until, um, you know, 15 years later, after I went through different iterations of my professional career, where I just came back to it. And it was like, in, in trying to start a new business and do something I believed in and really cared about, um, you know, one of the things that have been really, has been really important to me is, is, is this topic of nutrition, of protein and amino acid nutrition. And so, um, it really just came from my own experience, my own values, what was important. Um, and so it's an honor to like, to just get to share that with other people, not my story, but to expose people about this education and how transformative it can be for, for others' lives. Yeah, I, I love that so much. And I think it is something that should be talked about more, <clears throat> sorry, more often because we also live in a society where diet culture is huge, right? So you see all these people online, be vegan, be vegetarian, be all these things. And, you know, I got kind of caught on that thought process actually when I was maybe a senior in high school going into college. So I am a dietitian now, but back then I didn't know that much. And, you know, you would hear all these like healthy fit people looking all amazing and they were back or then, and even now, you know, vegetarian, vegan, whatever. And what a lot of people don't understand understand. And I think you were saying why my essential amino uh, acid profile was so low is because I wasn't supplementing anything. Um, And there's absolutely no way to get all those essential amino acids in a vegetarian vegan diet. I mean, realistically, if you're really like, you'd have to be working really hard on making sure you're getting it. And I I think think that a lot, I think that's an important point. I mean, I wouldn't say that it's impossible, right? Right. Just the, the, the foundation of it is that, um, plant-based foods are less dense. They have less amounts of those essential amino acids. So you need to eat a lot more of them. So you're going to eat a lot more of them. You're going to eat a lot more calories. And if you're going to do that, you probably need to move a lot more. So it probably works for people like endurance athletes, (laughs) hardcore endurance athletes that are going to consume 5,000 calories a day. Um, It's maybe more practical. And if not, um, you you just need to think more about – it it takes more attention to detail depending on what kind of lifestyle um, you want to have. Absolutely. And I think that back then I had absolutely no knowledge of me doing this was going to lead to deficiencies in XYZ, you know, because we're not told that really. We're just told like, oh, this is like a certain diet that could be good for you and just do it. And I think educating people on why you might need supplementation here and there and how it can be such a good beneficial thing in your life is so important. So we might have a bunch of people confused right now. Let's start with (laughs) what is an amino acid? What does it do? Great starting question. So I would actually take a step back and say, what is protein? Because I think people might be more familiar with that. So we start with things people are aware of. I think most people have heard of carbohydrates, of fat, and of protein. They're considered the three macronutrients, meaning like the bigger nutrients. And the primary role when we eat carbohydrates or we eat fat is actually to be converted into energy that we burn as fuel. Like think about it like gasoline that you put into your car. It's the, it's the gas that we put in ourselves to burn, to move. Protein can be used for that, but it's not really its role. The primary role of protein is something different. And that is actually to help rebuild and replace the proteins in our body, in our bodies. And now here's where we introduce amino acids. So amino acids are the little building blocks of proteins. So when we eat a piece of protein, and that could be um, a piece of meat, it could be in cheese, eggs, it could be in plant sources, there's proteins and things like legumes, etc. When you eat that protein, it gets broken down in your digestion into the 20 unique amino acids that make it up. So they're just like, they're the little building blocks and there's 20 different uh, forms of them that go together to create these proteins. And they go into your blood after you've digested it, and then they help rebuild the proteins in your body. And the question might just be like, well, why do I need to rebuild the proteins in my body? You know, And this is, I think, a fundamental thing that lots of people don't think about when they're exploring different diets. 
and diet culture overall. Mm -hmm. People are just thinking about calories or they're thinking about weight loss or they're thinking about maybe some kind of moral idea around the foods that they're consuming. But one of the most fundamental things you need to be aware of is how protein functions in the body. So Mm -hmm. in our body, over 50% of our solid mass, so meaning the part that's not water, over 50%, the majority of our solid mass is made up of proteins. That includes things like our muscle, our heart, our kidneys, all of our vital organs, our skin, our hair, our eyes. But it also includes things like our hormones. Hormones are made up of proteins, enzymes, and even our neurotransmitters. So the chemicals, these these neurochemicals that help conduct um, signals within our brain and thus are responsible for our emotions are actually the metabolites of proteins. They're either amino acids or little things that come from those proteins. So when you eat a protein, you're actually helping supply your you're helping supply all your vital organs, your muscle, your skin, but even your brain chemicals with what they need to function. And so again, let's okay, well what do you mean like why do you need to supply what they, you know, if they're already there. Like if I already have neurotransmitters or I already have muscle, like why do I need more protein? Well, the way that protein just functions in nature and functions in our body is it doesn't last forever. It basically has to be refreshed. It has to be rebuilt. Every protein in your body has a certain uh, life cycle. And when it's no longer good, it needs to be broken down. And so it actually literally breaks down into the little individual amino acids again. Some of them can be reused to rebuild the protein, but a lot can't. And so what happens is those get converted into urea and you pee them out. So what's, what's, what's left is you don't have enough amino acids in your blood to help rebuild your muscle, to help become new metabolites, to make new neurotransmitters, to do all these things. So that's why you have to eat a sufficient amount of amino acids via protein or via supplement to literally just supply all of your basic bodily functions for your organs to function, to have your hair be able to grow, for your brain to work. And if you don't eat enough, what happens is you'll actually start to eat away at your muscle. Your muscle is the reservoir of amino acids for the rest of your body. You can imagine if I stop eating amino acids today via protein or supplements, my heart can't just like stop. So, and my brain just can't stop. So what's going to happen is my muscle is going to be spared. It's going to start eating and eating away at my muscle, breaking it down to supply the rest of my body with the amino acids that it needs, which is not an ideal situation. Your muscle's key for doing things like regulating your blood sugar, which again affects your emotions for regulating your metabolism for so many important parts of your body. So you can just get the idea of like how important these things called amino acids are to just overall function. And now, and we haven't even gotten to what the essential amino acids are yet. So yeah, was that a good I, overview? No, of- yes. Yes. I like how you kept it not too sciencey, but sciencey, right? That's what people want to hear. They don't want to be just like where they start falling asleep, you know? Um, and as a yeah, dietitian, like I see people's nutrition panels all the time and I see what they eat all the time within a day. And I've got to say, majority of the people I see are not hitting their protein intake that they need. Like people think they eat enough protein and they don't. And I think it's a huge issue in our society. And not to mention, just a lot of the sources we're getting. I mean, I don't know how, if you can go a little into this too. The sources of like protein nowadays, it's just not the same with the soil and everything. We're just not really getting it's sometimes hard to know if we can even get all the amino acids we need without supplementation. So I think this is a great next way to kind of introduce what the essential amino acids are Yeah. and protein quality because they're directly tied together. So we talked a second ago that about there being 20 amino acids. Well, of those 20, there's nine of them that are essential. And lots of times you'll hear about complete or incomplete proteins. Or even if you look on the back of a nutrition facts panel, like on a food source, you may see a certain amount of protein grams, but look and see if there's a percentage of the daily value. If there's no percentage of daily value, it means it's not a complete protein. So it doesn't actually count towards like really the protein that you need. And that's because it doesn't have the essential amino acids in it. So the reason why they're essential is that your body can't make them. Our body can actually, our body's almost like a factory that can, that can synthesize all different types of chemicals, natural chemicals, right? Um, and so it can actually convert 
the essential amino acids into the non-essential ones, it can't turn the non-essential ones into essential. So when you're looking for a good protein source, you really are looking at how many, how much of the essential amino acids actually make up that protein source, not just like, uh, is it protein, but what's the quality of it? You also want to be looking at how digestible it is. Can you easily digest this protein and can you get the right amount of essential amino acids out of it? The other thing that that is very overlooked. And honestly, I think it's overlooked because it's only about, we've only known about this for about the last 25 years. And there's been now a hundred studies on it, but the essential amino acids are also the active component of the protein. So they're not just the part your body can't make, but when you consume a protein with essential amino acids in it, it communicates to your body to start rebuilding proteins. It stimulates this thing we call muscle protein synthesis. It tells muscle to start building itself. And this is not like to uh, get jacked and bulky. It's like literally to tell your body just like, hey, if there's any old proteins, let's break them down and start rebuilding them. It's a, it's a healthy process um, that leads to more functional proteins inside your body. The essential proteins generate all of that protein synthesis. We've done studies with only essential amino acids, the same amount of essential plus the non-essential or only the non-essential. And it's very clear that the two other categories, essential plus non-essential generate no more than the essential and the non-essential do nothing. So really when you're eating protein, you're trying to get the essential amino acids out of it. And when you start to look at good quality protein sources, it is the case. And again, I, I actually, I believe that you can get what you need from a plant-based only diet. I don't choose to do that, but it is, it is possible. Um, but you have to be a lot more strategic because when you just look mm -hmm. at protein sources, you look at dairy, you look at eggs, you look at meat, it has a much larger proportion of the essential amino acids make up the protein. Um, and, and they're more digestible. So just simply like it, it makes it easier to get them. That said, even in the in a very high quality animal-based protein, like a whey protein powder, it's less than 50% essential amino acids. Mm -hmm. So if you take whey protein, a gram of whey protein or egg protein, isolate and you and you take and you compare it to a gram of essential amino acids in a complete formula like it can't just be any formula you find it needs to be like a science-backed formula of all nine in the right proportions those essential amino acids can be up to in a in a very very healthy young 20 year old it's at least twice the impact as we become older it gets up to six times the impact of the, of the whole food protein so essential amino acids, and the reason for that is, is that the profile is good and also you don't have to digest it. When you take essential amino acids that are free form, they just immediately are available to your blood. You don't have to digest them. And so they're immediately available to your muscle and immediately available to, be, do, to develop new proteins. So literally up to six times the impact of a whole food protein, which just shows you how big of a difference it can make the quality of the essential amino acids that are in the protein or in the free form. And um, yeah, really just the quality of them. Oh, and how digestible they are. Those two combined factors have a very big impact. Can I just ask a quick question? Yeah. Um, for the nine, you, you mentioned a couple categories of foods that are good to get the non-essential or no, the essential. To get right, essential, yeah. Yes, like say you're not using supplements, you're just trying to eat whole foods. Right. Okay. Yeah. So can you give us more, like some more examples of what those foods are? They're they're animal based foods. Just okay. <laughs> just straight up, they're okay. animal based foods. It's like okay. it's things like uh, I mean, really great sources. So here are some hacks uh, that I think work well for anyone who's trying to take a more food based only approach. Greek yogurt. Um, very high in protein and high in essential amino okay. acids. Um, but really all dairy products tend to be like that. I think you just have to, if you're, are you sensitive to dairy or not? Right. Um, most people can, can tolerate Greek yogurt pretty well. Um, whey protein is a good source. I mean, it's another, it's a supplement choice, right? It's not like a whole food. You're taking a, you're taking a supplement. Eggs, eggs are incredible. Um, right. and then you start getting into, meats and fishes. So, I mean, chicken, all fish, uh, beef, pork, all of them have excellent essential amino acid profiles and they're very digestible actually. So there's a, 
not to get too sciencey, but there's a whole evaluation that nutritionists and dietitians have done called the protein digestibility corrected amino acid score, which means they look at how, how digestible the protein is to also evaluate how useful the amino acids are in it. So the animal-based proteins not only have a better composition of the amino acids of the actual essential ones, they're also highly digestible. Yeah. Well, I'm just even thinking not even because I'm like a plant-based diet person. Like I, I eat meat and everything, but I just, I'm kind of picky a little bit with what I eat. And I never, just coming from a, you know, a side of someone who literally is taught, hearing about this almost like for the first time, right? Like when I talked to you on the phone a couple of weeks ago, amino acids, I thought to myself, what the heck are they? I mean, I literally had no idea what this was. And it's, this education is so incredible for me because- um, knowing that there's essential amino acids that I will not get unless I eat something or I have this product makes mm -hmm. me think now, okay, I definitely want to have this product now because there are definitely foods that I know that have essential amino acids that I just don't eat or I don't like, not just because I'm plant-based, but like sometimes that's just not in my diet, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, that's a very, um, natural and normal situation for people to be in. Like, yeah, I just don't, I don't like chicken, you know, <laughs> like, or I don't right. like, I don't like this food source or like, I'm just yeah. not really into dairy, you know? And, um, you know, I'm willing to try to prioritize like mixing beans and quinoa or something with my salad, or I like fish, but I don't eat fish every single day. Yeah, so like it's a, well, yeah. So maybe that's, you know, it's that's a like great a example of, of why and how considering supplementation can help. I think the other thing that is, really important now to introduce at this point is that I alluded to it when I talked about age, but the older we become, and this really starts at age 30, um, but you'll, you'll find it's really important. The older we become, we need more and more essential amino acids that are bioavailable because our ability to digest protein and then how sensitive we actually are just to the amino acids in the protein, the essential amino acids to, to tell the body to develop new proteins, both become reduced. And so that's why I said up to six times because it's really as we age. Yeah. As we age, if you're like 40 years old, um, you're probably – those essential amino acids are going to be three to four times as impactful as whole food protein. At 50, it's going to be five times. It's going to – every decade just assume that your ability to digest the protein is – less sufficient than it was before. And that's more of the reason to potentially supplement. So it's, it's things like, Hey, my daily diet, it's hard to get it in, but it's also as we age to go back to the daily diet thing. Um, and I'm so glad Taylor, you're a dietitian, cause I'm, I'm sure you looking at people's diets and their nutrition profiles and what's happening and you see them not eating enough. There is a recommended daily allowance from the government that basically says it's approximately 0.4 grams of protein per pound of body weight. So for easy math, not assuming people weigh this, but if you weighed 100 pounds, that would mean 40 grams of protein is how much you should eat. But what's not clear in that is that is not, that is the minimum. That is mm -hmm. like to not have organ failure, to not lose your hair, to not have like major issues that develop over time. Like you need to be eating bare minimum that much. So if you weigh 150 pounds, that's bare minimum 60 grams of protein. And what I would say is it needs to be 60 grams of high quality protein. It can't be like, um, you know, like only eating wheat, like wheat has protein in it, but it's a very deficient protein. It's not complete. Um, so you really need to be getting 60 grams of high quality protein. That is, that is like just not to have major issues and honestly not to have major mood and mental health issues. If you want to have what I would say is a much more vibrant experience of life. And I think people who see dietitians, nutritionists, they'll get similar advice. You really want to be shooting more towards something higher, like a gram of protein per pound of body weight, which is over double that minimum. So if you weighed 100 pounds, that'd be like 100 grams of protein. If you weighed 150 pounds, it'd be 150 grams of protein, which I think most people, if you look at your diet, you realize you're not, you're not doing that. And so while mm -hmm. I don't think supplementation should be used to hit that bare minimum 
Like you can't, you need to be eating whole foods. You need to be yes. eating like, like real you have food. those people who are like right. doing seven protein shakes a day. You're like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I have these people. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, that is not. And they're like, I'm so bloated. I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, Oh geez. <laughs> yeah, you need to be eating like whole food meals. And if you supplement on top of that with something like Keon aminos and essential amino acids, you can hit those higher targets much more easily because the, the, the potency and the efficacy of those essential amino acids, you know, it's like if you're 40 years old, then that five grams, one serving of Keon aminos is equal to like 20 grams of protein in terms of the protein synthesis that gets generated from it. So again, you wouldn't want to replace, you know, like whole food meals, but you can, you can really, you know, the simple step of like just having one serving in the morning suddenly starts your day off with much higher levels of the essential amino acids that you're going to need to maintain a regulated mood, to support healthy metabolism, support your overall immunity, to support your overall um, body composition, just like ma maintaining the lean muscle that you have. Um, so it's really, uh, that, that's just kind of to, to share more, Allison, around like why and how it makes sense to, to supplement you know. Yeah. And as I'm listening to this, Taylor, you said the thing about the protein shake. <laughs> I just started doing protein shakes. Um, I've had, had I've done smoothies for like years where I put like a, pro, a hemp protein I have into my smoothies, but actual like protein shakes that are like already I, I looked at the ingredients and stuff. I tried to get the cleanest type of like already made protein shakes, whatever. Um that has like maybe 35 grams of protein. Sometimes I'll like supplement that for my breakfast and then like I'll eat different throughout the day. But is that like not good? And and where should my and, – and then I, you know, do my Keon. I have my Keon, you know, in the morning too. But I'm, I'm like supplementing. I'm like having that also or is that – I don't know. I mean not to get like a whole no, thing for me. I think but. it's a good question though. I think your question is probably, it doesn't have to, I think it's not just for you. I think it's probably for the okay. audience. Like lots of people have a similar question. So the first thing I want, to, I want to say is I don't come from the perspective of something's good or bad. I think okay. that's actually okay. one of the biggest issues that we have yeah. in both mental health culture and diet culture and all of these things. It's like this kind of black or white mm -hmm. when if we can just be more, um, patient and thoughtful with ourselves and other people. It's like an ongoing process. You know, we're consistently kind of iterating with ourselves towards yeah. hopefully like greater happiness and greater health decisions. So, and I will answer your question, but I just want to contextualize it in that way. I think, um, the, the, the biggest thing is like, trying to support yourself in several ways throughout the day. Ideally you would move in some way every day, right? That's going to yes. really support physical health and mental health. Yeah. Ideally you're going to get like micronutrients that you need. There's all kinds of vitamins and minerals that are in, that are in a variety of plants. They're also in animals. It's like, it's why people encourage, it's why doctors encourage you to eat fruits and vegetables and like a mix of them. Cause there's a lot of different, um, concentrations of different vitamins and minerals in those. If that doesn't work for you, like, yeah, maybe a multivitamin can, can help achieve that. And there's like one right or wrong. I mean, I think when you eat plants and when you eat, you know, fruits and vegetables, you also get fiber and fiber is really good. Right, right. Um, so similarly, you really do want to get bare minimum of these essential amino acids every day. And that would come from eating protein. Mm. So when you see it, you're like, well, there's real benefits to eating like whole food meals. If I eat fruits and vegetables and I eat real proteins from, you know, I, I think Again, this is not to pigeonhole people into this, but if you eat at least like dairy-based and eggs and things like that, you're really going to get like a good profile. If you're doing that two to three times a day, you're probably getting a good support. If then in addition to that, like instead of having a junk snack in the middle of the afternoon, right? Or instead of having a junk snack midday, and I, I would say junk <laughs> maybe I'm being too black and white, but like a muffin. Empty like, calories. Yeah. Yeah. Empty calories. You're eating this muffin. It's like, it's just sugar and flour. And like, it's, it, yes, it's energy for your body, but there are better sources of energy that would actually give you protein and give you micronutrients. So, um, you know, eat, eat a few meals per day. And then I think if you want to supplement that with a protein shake, one mm -hmm. to two times a day or Keon aminos really are the equivalent of a protein shake. They're a more efficient, 
more effective form of that, as I just kind of elucidated, they, it's way more bang for your buck in terms of how efficient it is at, at creating that. I think if you're going to use it to say, replace a meal, I would just encourage you, is there another time in the day? Maybe we want to meet. Right. So for, with, I, <laughs> right. with me, for example, I like, I don't like to eat first thing in the morning. So I take Keon Aminos first thing in the morning okay. and then I have a much later breakfast. Right. And then and then maybe I have that much more of a later lunch than I have aminos later before, after a workout and then have dinner. And so it's like, there's ways in which it works for me. And I think just what works for you, but I think, um, find a way to have, you know, three good meals throughout the day and then yeah. take out a diet soda, right. Or take out one more coffee or take out an empty bag of chips or whatever that is and replace it with, something like a protein shake or with something like Keon Aminos. And I promise you, your physical health and your mental health, it will, it will significantly shift. I think that's yeah. where a lot of people, I think we forget the word, right? Supplements. It's supplementation to what you're already doing. Like we, we, uh, we often see people who like Allison just said, it's like, oh, well, I had a shake and like uh, a protein shake and then I did this. And it's like, it may put that as a part of your meal or a part of your day, not like your whole day. Cause I think some people just get super carried away with that. And I love how you said just replace like, like chips aren't doing anything for you besides energy and you can get energy in a, and, and if anything, it's giving you a little bit of energy to crash, right? It's very uh, non-sustainable energy. So there's little things throughout, I think everybody's day where they're like, I could take this and replace it with that. And I think that's something just to keep in the back of your mind. And I think especially with anyone who is struggling with anxiety, like if that, if that is kind of a fundamental thing that you're working with, giving yourself – one of the first things I would think about is like, are you getting enough essential amino acids every day? Okay. Like, explain explain why that can be so important with anxiety. So one of the pieces of anxiety – I mean, I think when we get into these types of topics, right, and I'm not an expert in anxiety, it's complex. There are things involved that are um, – uh, maybe purely chemical from a genetic standpoint. There's things that can be related to different types of experience, environmental factors that can trigger it, et cetera. One of the aspects though is truly just the, the regulation of the chemicals in our brain. And that's one of the reasons why sometimes the way of treating with anxiety is with using pharmaceuticals because it can affect that biochemistry. That biochemistry of those chemicals in our brain, our neurotransmitters, they all come, they are amino acids or they come from amino acids like GABA, which is the most predominant amino acid. And it's an, it's an inhibitory amino acid. It's something that makes us feel calm. It is, it is an amino acid. It's an, it's a neurotransmitter. It's the thing that helps us feel calm. It's, it's what gets put into things like sleep formulas and to anti-anxiety, um, like natural type formulas as GABA. It literally is an amino acid. And where does it come from? Well, it's a metabolite and a derivative of the other essential amino acids. So when you consume a healthy amount of these essential amino acids on a daily basis, you're supplying your blood with a steady stream of a healthy dose and amount of them that then cross the blood brain barrier and supply your brain with the necessary ingredients, building blocks it needs to then regulate the amount of all these different neurotransmitters. So it's like, if you're kind of, if you're like depriving yourself of the core ingredients, then it, it's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, I don't have enough energy. So I'm going to drink caffeine. I mean, the first thing you would ask is like, did you sleep enough? Like if, if you didn't, if you didn't sleep enough and you just try to overcome it with caffeine, you're going to potentially, yeah, it will work. It'll make you kind of more alert in that moment. But what it does is it kind of after the fact tries to change the biochemistry. So one of the first things to look at is just like supply yourself with the building blocks that you need that, that literally what these neurotransmitters are coming from. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so important. I, there's not enough education out there behind this because even just serotonin, which 90% is made in our gut, right? We can't make serotonin without tryptophan. It is a precursor. And I think so many people don't know that. And it's like, if you're not consuming it, it, it's just like, how are you going to make it? You know, it's like, and then people are like, oh, well, I need to get on medication. It's like, could people be 
possibly helped if they just had this education, if they had this like direction. And uh, it's just, you know, when I was, uh, I did my first rotation in an eating disorder facility and so many of those people with eating disorders, obviously they're undernourished, right? So many of them were struggling mentally and no one in the eating disorder facility it introduced or had any of the kids on supplements, which I thought was like crazy to me. And so I was actually able to go in there and start uh, doing the education on supplementation for these kids because they were for sure not getting what they needed. And no, 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 duh, it's going to make their brains not think clearly that I need to get the help, that these are good things for me, that these people want good for me. It's going to make your brain just think completely different. And Uh, It's such good education and I love that you're doing this. Um, And so I think a question that might come to some people's brains when they hear amino acids is they might have heard of some fitness people online talking about BCAAs. So what's the difference between a BCAA and and your amino acids? BCAAs are an abbreviation for branch chain amino acid. And it's basically just a description, like a scientific description of what the amino acid looks like. It's got a little branch on it. And there's three of them. And those three are actually three of the nine essential amino acids. So they're good. They're, they're, they are, they're a good thing. Now, here's one, of the, here's one of the ways in which, again, like diet culture and marketing and all this stuff can become distorted if you don't have the broader picture. Research about these three came out a long time ago, 40, 50 years ago. And what we discovered was a lot of the things I was talking about earlier in the show around stimulating protein synthesis coming from consuming these nine essential. Earlier research made us think that it was just those three. We thought, oh, we don't actually need the other six. We just need those three. Hmm. And what all of the research has shown, (laughs) the predominance of research over the last 25 years is like, that's actually not true. You have to consume all nine. And if you don't consume all nine, not only are those three um, not effective on their own, they can actually even be catabolic. And what that means is I can, the way that it works is those three are kind of like, um, uh, it'd be like the star actors in a play or the star um, players on a, on a sports team. And it's like, so they're the ones that are going to like make the big plays. Like they're actually the ones that, that kickstart the process, the protein synthesis, but you can't run a play with only the three people. You got to have like the rest of the team, right? Or, or you can't run, you know, you can't have a sports team be successful if you only have three of the people. Or, you know, if you're trying to have like a big band, you only got three of the stars, you need the whole group. And so what happens is actually without the other six, it can provoke the muscle to start breaking down to supply the blood with the, with the amino acids that it needs to support those three. So in short, branched-chain amino acids have been shown to not be effective and to be a waste of money. So quite simply, if you look at the research, there's a great meta-analysis out from 2017 that looked at this comprehensively. It's, it's called uh, BCAA's Myth or Reality. Um, it's a great review of it. Um, there's a new paper out um, by the ISSN that summarizes all everything about essential amino acids. It's very clear that like BCAAs are just not worth your money. Mm-hmm. Um, small caveat I would say is it's kind of similar though to, I think if you want to live a really healthy plant-based diet, you need to pay a lot more attention to what you eat because you... Um, it's not a complete profile in most plant sources. So you need to combine different plant profiles if you're really trying to like optimize your protein intake. In that kind of context, like maybe you could combine BCAAs with plant-based things, but like you need to be like a dietitian. I think to, you yeah. need, it's a pretty sophisticated yeah. like endeavor. So for any normal consumer, um, BCAAs are not worth your time and not worth your money. Um, similarly, you may find different types of essential amino acid um, supplements out there that have like only eight, again, not worth it. You, you must have all nine. And the research is really clear about it. And what happens is like anything, um, you maybe one piece of research comes out and then marketers get a hold of it and they build a whole yep. story around it and they, they're just trying to like make money. Um, but if you really look at the you look at all the research over the last 25 years, it's very clear you need all nine present. 
And actually, then the formulation after that, this is getting a little sciencey, but I'm going to quickly run through it and just tell you it's on the Keon Aminos label. We have a transparent label. So if you look at the proportions of the amino acids on Keon Aminos, for some reason, like we're not the right brand for you, just like make sure they have all nine and make sure they have those exact. They have those ratios because it's based off of all the literature. You basically start with the amount of amino acids that are literally make up our, our muscle and our body. And then you increase the leucine to 40%, which is one of the branch chain amino acids. You increase the isoleucine, the valine, a similar amount to maintain their proportions. And you increase the lysine because it's slower to get into the muscle tissue. And you leave the others at their original proportions. And that formula, it's what's been used for NASA studies. It's what's been used recent studies for the, for, um, the U.S. military. It's what's been used for all these studies I quoted earlier about, you know, the six times efficacy over, over protein. Um, it's really like that's... That's what you want to be looking for in a formulation. So in short, BCAAs, don't waste your time or money. And overall, if you're trying to sort through this essential amino acid science, you want to be looking for that, that formula that I just described. That helps a lot because Allison, I don't know about you, but if you are on social media and you're following any of the fitness people, I mean, they just throw BCAAs down your brain, right? It's like, oh, you got to drink your BCAAs before and after you work out and like all these things, right? But sounds to me like that's old studies and old education and now it's come to fruition that you need all of these B- I mean all of these amino acids which I firmly agree after seeing my essential amino acid panel I encourage that's another thing I encourage people to go get that tested if you can if you have access to any type of functional nutritionist or functional integrative doctor in your area they can definitely run that panel and it's very it was very eye-opening and interesting to learn and it on it almost gave me like a Um, it gave me hope that I can, this was when I first began my anxiety recovery. It gave me hope that, oh, there is something that I can work towards and let's see what it does to my brain. Let's see what it does to my mind. Let's see what it does to my mental health. And you guys know, if you follow me diet and like honing in on all of that was such a huge thing in my recovery. And there was a lot of times where medication was just immediately pushed to me. And I remember I kept saying like, let me just try all these other things first just to see like you got nothing to lose, right? Like just try it out, like just to see what can happen and how you can feel because we live in such an odd world where there's so much just so, just so much different like nutrition recommendations just thrown at I us know. left and right. Even as a dietitian, sometimes it's hard to keep up with everything. Can I ask though really quick, the panel that you got from your fraction, mm-hmm. was it a blood test? What is it? I can't remember because she she did a bunch of tests on me. I can't remember if that one was blood or uh, saliva. I think it was and blood. This, like, I think and this wouldn't blood. be something I could go to my primary doctor and say, hey, I just learned a lot about amino acids. Could you know? Uh, unfortunately, with a lot of our wow, doctors, okay. if it's not I mean, insurance I, covered, it's not... Well, I'm assuming not because I've had my fair share of health issues at 43 and I'm yeah. the first time I'm really learning about amino acids. So, okay. Um, that's so interesting though, but I think I'm going to actually ask my integrate. I see an integrative doctor too. and Or you yeah, could literally just in supplement with it, you know? Well, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm already doing that. I mean, I'm already doing that. So I wonder even how it would turn up now because I'm already drinking the Keon. I have been yeah. for like a couple weeks, not like a yeah. Long the best time, test but. would be doing it before and then getting your results and then see. I'm a I'm a person who likes to, I like data points, so I like seeing yeah. a result of something, doing something, and then seeing the after result. So if you're anything like me, maybe that's a good idea for you. Or you could literally just supplement because I don't think there's there's no harm in too many essential amino acids because you just pee out what you don't need. Correct. That's a very short summary. Yes. You could take up to, I mean, they've shown up to like 40% of your diet being yeah. protein and it not creating any types of issues and up to basically um, a hundred grams of supplemental essential amino acids. That'd be like 20 servings of Keon a day yeah. being well within the safe limit. And when they did studies on like the NASA studies and they've done like longer term studies with the military, they have people on like, um, yeah, I guess like 90 grams over like a long period of time. And it's, it's to help people um, recover from injury, um, help people to maintain muscle if they can't, you know, if they're bedridden um, and to like, you know, like kind of more interventionist type situations. But yeah, I mean, none of us are going to be taking 20 right, servings yeah. a day. So 
Um, and I think that's a great point going back to Taylor. It's like trying things, especially trying things that like, there, there's not like a bunch of side effects, right? Or right, any side right. effects, right? There's no like risk kind of of it changing other things in your life in some kind of significant way. Um, it's really just trying to like hit those bases, those mm-hmm. fundamentals, really. Some people feel so amazing the second they just start finding balance in their nutrition and supplemental intake. It's insane what it can do for you and. Allison, you have just been sitting kind of listening to two kind of sciencey people. So just wondering as like an outsider, do you have any questions? Well, no, I mean, I've, I've asked them basically as they came up and just being kind of in awe about it because you have such a good way of really educating in a way that I hate to say it, but like dumbs it down because honestly, that's what I need when it comes to this type of stuff, right? I'm not the sciencey type of brain, even though I have, you know, done my research and stuff, but like... um. Even even like nutritionists I've seen in the past, people I've seen, I have seen so many different type of healthcare, integrative healthcare providers that have not taught me about amino acids. Like I honestly didn't really know a lot about what you talked about until now. Um, and I just really appreciate it. So like, and you even mentioned the the aging thing. That was my big one, my one big question I was going to say, because I'm 43. And, you know, um, when we had talked previously, you were telling me a little bit about that. And you, you kind of covered that as to why that happens as we get older. So now I, I get it. And it's even more important now as I get older that I supplement this into my, into my daily life. So I just, I, I feel like just as, as whatever I can do to feel like I have more energy, I think that's the thing with aging too, right? It just feels like you get less energy and that is a mind F for me. <laughs> like that mentally does something for me with my anxiety is like, it reminds me that I'm getting older because I don't have enough, as much energy as I used to. And just whatever I can do to try and feel more energized. And it sounds like this, I mean, I actually have seen and felt a difference since doing Keon, since drinking the Keon. Um, but, you know, I started my protein shake too. And I'm like, well, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like <laughs> the protein shake and like the Keon. I don't know. But definitely I can feel now knowing what I know, yes, it's definitely the reason why. And so – you know, I might need you. I might need to buy some more soon because I only have a little bit left. So, um, but yeah, no. So I appreciate it, honestly. Well, I love getting that feedback that um, the information was shared, like in a way that just felt like digestible and made sense and was supportive. So it's great to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And this question has just been like lingering in my mind. This whole conversation. Why the name? Um, it, it actually comes from root word ki, which is a Japanese word for like life force. Like if you've heard of like chi in, in Chinese. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, it's based on this idea of kind of like turning on your life force, being able to like fully embrace your life and live your life full of energy. Actually, our tagline is, is, um, energy for life. I love that. Okay. So if people want to find out more or hear more about, were you on the skinny confidential? Yeah, I was. Oh my gosh. Okay. Cause someone was just talking about this. One of my favorite. I'm like, I need to go listen to that because I love that podcast. They're so cool. So I guess if you want to re-listen to him, you can go to the, that podcast as well. And then your website is getkion.com, G-E-T-K-I-O-N.com. I I think we have a special offer just for y'all, for your listeners. Um, do you guys know the exact We link? do. Okay. I believe it's um, slash anxiety. I have it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. So it's 20% off at getkeon.com slash anxiety chicks, which we will put in the show notes. We'll put the link, yes. everything just to try it. Um, but yeah, you can get 20% off, which is awesome. And there's a couple different types of products on there too. There's like, I saw capsules and then there's powders. Um, so it looked like there was a couple different options. The powders yeah, are legit though. Yeah, there's yeah, four different so flavors, you know. <laughs> you guys are going on about berries. Some people love the mango. The the Lauren from Skinny Confidential. The She's so hard on mango. Them. Yeah. I know. All the people online, like four people I've seen online talking about it, they were saying mango. And I'm like, is no one tried the mixed berry? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Yeah. Who, who knew it would be so divisive flavors? I think they're all good. They're all my children. So they are. they're all wonderful. I love it. That's so cute. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Lastly, wait, Instagram. Oh, yeah. Instagram, you can find us on, it's just at Keon, K-I-O-N. Okay, perfect. Yep. 
Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes too. We'll put everything yeah. you want awesome. in the show notes Great. for everybody. Anything you want to leave the people with? <laughs> um, I think after you listen to this kind of episode and you got all this new information, um, just it doesn't have to be complicated though. Like it can be easy, you know? So if, if, you know, one little step from this to support you in your mental health is like, you know, I'm just going to like, I'm going to try to eat a little bit more protein in each meal. Great. If it's like, Hey, I, I want to try this product and you get the Keon aminos and like, you just have a scoop a day in the morning. Um, it doesn't have to be some complicated thing where you need to be like suddenly obsessing over your protein intake. Just use the information and like, um, a gentle way with yourself to where you support you in <laughs> being happier. Probably listen, someone's probably listening <laughs> to this right now, like cooking up a tomahawk, like going in, like, <laughs> like ready to eat the whole thing. <laughs> Some poor person just ordered like 77 steaks. <laughs> They're about to gorge themselves. So yeah, take it with uh, just, just as extra information. Don't panic over it. Uh, yeah. know that there, know that this new information can be so beneficial to you. See it as a positive thing, mm-hmm. not something That's to make it. you more anxious about. Right. Exactly. It should, it should help you be less. Allison's over here anxious. I'm not. I actually was thinking like, it's fun. Just last thing. I was, I'm thinking how much, how excited I am about knowing all this now because of my mental health and because physically I don't care about like, like going and being a bodybuilder. I just care physically that my, I, my digestive is always off. I have like IBS. I have like no energy. Like I feel lethargic. Like that's the stuff that gives me anxiety. Not cause like, I, I mean, I have body image stuff. That's for another episode, but like, <laughs> Oh God, here we go. I don't want to, I don't want to like <laughs> taking this all in being like, Oh, I can't wait to like get in the gym and like do all this. Like it's honestly making me excited to feel better. Like, f- like emotional, like mentally and just like energized to like feel better. Like, just uh, all around. So honestly, I love it. Thank you. This yes, is such a great you. episode. I really Thanks appreciate you. Me. I really yeah. appreciate you coming on and keep us posted. We'll be in touch for sure how we can like collaborate more and I'll, I'll keep you updated on how I'm doing. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. I would love to hear your updates really. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thank you guys. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.